Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I am excited to be with you today as we begin to put all these episodes on beginning to pray together. And hopefully it will move you to action to draw closer and deeper to God and the Holy Spirit that is available to all of us to fill our lives and focus us on what is important. We've talked about creating the soil in your soul needed to pray, the desire to use despair that we face throughout life as an opportunity to fill ourselves with God's spirit, that being empty can be a great place to be because maybe for the first time in our lives, we can focus on God without the distractions of the world. The importance of once this happens to keep knocking on the door, knock, 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 to use both spontaneous prayer that comes from the depths of our soul and more historic prayers to keep up our conviction, to go inward, to learn from others who have gone before us. So hopefully we can understand what it means to pray so deeply. It is as if, it is as if we're giving blood. Now, as we begin to establish our own prayer rule, Bishop Anthony goes from going inward to the most practical of considerations. He ends with this, which I believe is appropriate, because sometimes it can be so overwhelming we don't even start. And what is that? The time to pray, managing time. Now think about this. He wrote this book in 1970. My goodness, what would he say about our world today and how easily so much of our time can be taken from us? In time where now we could be sitting alone at home, TV off, and have that phone next to us, and boom, it consumes us. He begins his thought on time with a phrase I love. If we try to waste a little less of it, there will be more of it. So don't look in terms of, I got to change my whole day. That might be too overwhelming. Can you find a minute here? Can you find a minute there? Is there something that you're doing that you can stop doing that's going to give you five more minutes to focus on what matters. Life in the world in 1970 is just like today on steroids. Modern life is always about going somewhere. What is next? Where do I have to be? That's a horrible mindset for prayer. We, we want prayer to establish us in the present. I think that's one reason we get disappointed with prayer. Rather than praying for prayer itself, it's always about something. And so we can't judge whether it satisfied us unless our prayer was answered or unless something happened in the future that we wanted. But really, prayer is about right now. We have got to learn to establish ourselves in the present with prayer. It's not necessarily where we're going. It's where we are right now. You know, it's kind of like a walk on the beach on vacation. It's about the walk. It's not really where you're going. 
You're walking on the beach. You're not really sitting there going, man, what's it going to be like when I get to my destination? You're just enjoying yourself in the moment. Well, that's what we want our prayer to be. That's the kind of prayer we look forward to. That's the kind of prayer that centers our lives, that that minute or minutes or hour alone with God is the thing we look forward to. You know, it's an obvious thought, but I think we forget it sometimes. It's not possible to physically live in the past or in the future. Right now, in this moment, all we have is the present. It's where our bodies are. It's where our head is. Prayer should keep us there. Now, managing time takes practice. Managing time takes effort. Being in the present, it's not like you have the thought and then there you are. There's a reason we don't live in the present. There's a great exercise in this book, Beginning to Pray, for doing that. Here's what you do. You just take five minutes. You could take five minutes right now. You could be a little late to the grocery store. You can be a little late responding to that email. You can do it after you put the kids to bed. You can do it after supper, whenever. Five minutes. Then go someplace where you're alone, sit in a chair, and just tell yourself quietly. You can say it out loud. You can say it in your head. I am seated and will do nothing else for five minutes. That's it. And just say it over and over. I'm seated. I'm going to do nothing else for five minutes. And just repeat it for a minute or two. And then once you have that thought established in your head, move on to the next thought. I am here in the presence of God. Going nowhere, just me in the chair and God. So give yourself five minutes. Sit there. I'm here. I'm doing nothing else. Let yourself be quiet for a minute or two. It's amazing how long that can seem when you're truly quiet. And then say to yourself, I'm here in the presence of God, which reminds us, by the way, we're always in the presence of God. Then begin to pray. Begin to pray, however you pray. In the presence of God, knock on the door. In the presence of God, knock on the door. In a way, mastering time is mastering prayer. If, if we could center our day around even just five minutes of prayer, the whole rest of your day would begin to fall into order. And I mean like five minutes of the world is locked out. You are quiet. You are focused on God. You are asking God to let you feel his presence. And you're praying. It would become the type of thing you look forward to for the act itself. Everything would fall into order. The temporal and worldly things in life would become less stressful and less overwhelming because instead of worrying or looking for and thinking about money or where you got to go or what you have and what you don't have and what's disappointing you and people letting you down, instead of worrying all that stuff, you would just look forward to that time of prayer. Now, Scripture reminds us of something. That if we're able to do this, here here is what I think happens truly. From the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. You see, ultimately, and I think you got to go through the process of prayer to really understand this. Prayer isn't about us knocking even though we need to knock. It's about our Lord who is knocking on our door all the time and we don't listen. 
who wants us to eat with him, who wants to save us, who wants to be in our lives. We don't make the time. We don't create the space in our lives. We don't understand that life is about this communication and relationship with God. And that's it. That's that's what he wants. That's the end game. It's right now. Making the time, creating the space, and using that, living in the present, to let all the rest of your life fall into order. Here's my challenge for you. I think it's been a couple episodes since I actually had a challenge. But here's a challenge for you. Right now, after this podcast is finished, start with five minutes of time for nothing but God. If all you do for five minutes is says, God, I'm here, I'm silent, I just want to be present with you. No expectations, no ask, nothing. Just, I'm here. I'm listening. If all, if all I have is five minutes of peace, that's okay. If I have five minutes of revelation, great. Five minutes of understanding, awesome. But if all it is is just five minutes carved away from my day to be silent, to be with you, that's okay. God is knocking. God is knocking. Let him in. Until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings. Allow God's spirit to lift you up. And then, living in the present, you will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter. Until next time, I am your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.